When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Escort to the car will advance by the center. Slow march. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, settle down, man. Just settle down. News Talk 550 KTSA. Get a job, all of you, you stinking royals. Get a freaking job. So uh, it's a Sean show. Hi, I'm Sean. Hello, I'm Sean. This is my bloody show. Bloody phone lines are bloody open. Bloody 210, bloody 59955, bloody 55. On the telly. On the telly. Would you like a cuppa? There's a reason we had a war with these people, okay? It's, it's so... <laughs> so, uh, Queen Elizabeth's had her ancient ass sitting on the throne for, like, what, 70 years? Is that what it is? Have you watched it? We've been watching the video all day from the balcony. Does she, does she even know where the hell she is, man? You got a little bit of a Biden look about her, you know? Who are the little ones? Those are your grandchildren, uh, great-grandchildren, Mum. What's so bloody great about them? Who are you? I'm Charles. I'm your son. I don't bloody care. I'm cold. You know, I, 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 and I... Look, okay, I got, I got burned on the Royals, okay, years ago. Okay, I, I mean, can I be honest with you? I got burned out on the Royals years ago. And I'm going to say this, and and I bet you Don Morgan understands. If he nods, he'll I'll understand. I, I know that you know we're communicating, and he understands exactly what I'm about to tell you. Stay away from white chicks who are really into the Royals. Okay, just stay away from white chicks. Doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm not into white chicks, and I'm married, and I'm happily so. But one thing you're not going to find in my wife's house is a freaking Princess Diana coffee table book dudes i'm I'm talking to the young men right now don young men if you're out there stay away from goth chicks who collect tarantulas and secondly stay away from white chicks who are really into the royals because both chicks will ruin your life faster than amber heard okay you see a royal family coffee table book run run bloody run as fast as you can They'll bloody ruin your bloody life. You're speaking from experience in both instances here, I'm, ass- I'm assuming. I never hooked up with a chick who collects tarantulas. No. A goth chick. I just always sort of knew they're bad news. You know what I mean? Like, Or they collect reptiles. Right. Never go out with a chick who wears too much eyeliner and she's got a snake. You know what I mean? That never interested you? No. You didn't want to, like, take a walk on the wild no. side or nothing? No. Okay. But a hundred years ago, when I still, you know, was into white chicks, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my God. You see a chick who's into the Royals, bad things are gonna happen, man. Well, maybe that's just your experience. Maybe it's just you. No, nope, no, nope, it's everybody's experience. No, nope. there are men listening to me right now who hooked up with a white chick who was really into the Royals, and was it pleasant, dude? What did you have a good time? No, you didn't, of course. Every year on the anniversary of Diana's death, you got to get your ass up at three in the morning. Do you have biscuits or cookies? We have biscuits to celebrate. The wedding of Charles and Diana. Let's have some biscuits. Where's and my... a cup of tea. Where's my scone? Where's my bloody scones? 
The only good thing that ever came out of Great Britain was Monty Python. What about the Beatles? Eh. <laughs> how many times can you hear? Oh, how many times can you hear? Oh, blah dee blah da. Okay. I don't know. How many times can you watch a middle-aged white English dude wearing a dress speaking in a really high-pitched voice? Every day, you man. Know. It's funny. What do you mean by that? I'm offended. <laughs> And now it's time for the penguin on top of your television set to explode. Now, oh, and The Young Ones was a great show, too. The, the Young Ones. But no, stay away from chicks who are into the royals. They'll ruin your life. They will. Because they all... You know why they'll ruin your life, Don? Why is that? What's your... Because I mean, white chicks who are into the royals, they all want to be princesses. They want you to treat them like a princess. And at some point, you cross paths with somebody. Some unassuming young woman. Yeah, and I married her. Caucasian, <laughs> a young Caucasian woman. And she, for some reason, thought that you would be the one to, we, to, we, to treat her like a prince. We actually met, my first wife and I met on the day Princess Diana died. You oh. know, and I, I, that should have been a sign. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know. And as Harry found out, even if you are a royal, she'll ruin your life. She'll ruin your, she, he's a royal, and she ruined his life. Yeah, they weren't even allowed, they weren't even invited up on the balcony. No. No, they had to stand off to the side. Only working royals could appear on the balcony with the queen. I don't want to be slumming it. Don't let Harry's wife in. Because, you know, she's an awful human being. How did Who are you? I'm Charles, ma'am. I'm your son. Charles. I'm the one that's not in trouble all the time. That's me. But well, who's she? That's Camellia. What am I doing here? <laughs> Get a job, all of you. I wonder if it before... Get a job. If she looked around and said, hey, is, uh, is the American here? <laughs> yeah, she's here. Damn it! <laughs> you didn't let the colonial, st the colonial in, did you? Keep the colonials off the balcony. Oh, you let her in, huh? Off with your heads! <laughs> Did you want her? All right. <laughs> Just stay over there and bob your uncle. <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> Blimey! Hello, governor! So, I'm not, I don't really give a crap that the old broad's been on the throne for 70 years. Well, it was quite a ceremony, though. Well, of course. It's fun to watch. Because they all got to bow to her, man. It's like God saved the freaking queen. Well, Texas A&M is better at the marching band, though. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm just, you know, it's a little weird in the year 2022. We still have kings and queens and things of that nature, you know. I think they should all be forced to work at Arby's for a week. <laughs> just just to give them some perspective. Just you go work at an Arby's just, for a week. We'll make it BRs for bloody royals. <laughs> bloody royals. I'm sorry, but I don't know what horsey sauce is. Sounds like something one would need a shovel for. Send them to White Castle. White Castle. Yeah, trick them into thinking they're doing something. <laughs> There's no balcony. Where's the balcony? What are all these tiny little sandwiches about? You can call it Buckingham Burger. Schmuckingham Palace. That's what I call it. Schmuckingham Palace. You know why? We fought a war of independence to get the hell away from you people. That's why. All right. Get a job. All right. I'm and nobody's people still don't like you, Camilla. 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 Whatever her name is. It's Camilla. Camilla Bowles. Still trolls away from Diana. I liked her. She was modern. Anyway. <laughs> You get a lot of pent up rage. I just directed I, I, at the I, royal I, I, family. I'm bitter because you know, for 13 years I said you the royals. Yeah. All right, the royals. Uh, I'm sure if you met them, that you would find them to be lovely people. I, I here's what I would do. Hello, I, I'm Sean. Get a job. All of you get jobs, <laughs> and stop with the intermarriage thing, okay? King of the who? At least Harry's not related to her. <laughs> She's in bloody West, bloody Virginia. Oh, Lord. Where are the banjos? All right. It's amazing they don't all have third eyes, you know. <laughs> oh. Well, man, for generations, you know, it just it was 
cousin love in the in, in Schmuckingham Palace, you know. Just saying. We tend to look down on that sort of thing here in this country. Well, you know, depends on where it's another. Are. It's another reason why we fought a war. Well, that's right. In West yeah. Virginia, you know, it's a different story. <sighs> what the hell am I talking about? Two, one, bladder, zero. What, Chris? <laughs> you said they need to get a job. I, was, I think John Wayne's on it, hiring. They can get a job. Hey, yeah, Harry. William. You can be a welder. Yeah. Learn plumbing. Learn how to fix the AC unit. And maybe, William, you could get something done about that hair, man. What the hell? What is it with the hair? What was like up? Well, but he's got that rim. He's got the rim hair, you know, yeah. around the, 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 you know, the rim hair, what I mean by that. Yeah. Shave it off, dude. Just shave it. Anyway, um, two hoods here. <laughs> you look ridiculous. Get a job. Two one zero five. Yeah, shave your head and get some tribal tattoos. In order, in order to appease Rima. <laughs> you thought William was bad, right? Or no, Harry. Harry's the bad one, right? Harry's the bad boy. Lives in L.A. with the crazy chick, right? William will have a midlife crisis at some point. He'll shave his head and he'll get like. Hawaiian tattoos on his forehead. Yeah. Tribal tattoos. <laughs> that would really piss off the old the old lady, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. 210-599-55. Get a job. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 107.1. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 107.1. Sean and, uh, wow, it's that time of year again already. Uh, It's time for uh, uh, Operation Interdependence, brought to you by uh, KTSA, Kitchen Designs by Giovanni. Now through July 4th, we're collecting needed items for our troops deployed around the world. Simple stuff like chewing gum. Like a deck of cards, a little pack of cookies. Maybe write him a little note. For a complete list of all the stuff that we're looking for this year and all our drop-off locations, go to the website, ktsa.com. Brought to you in part by Airtron, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health, Precision Window, Mr. Sparky, and Specs. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Um, well, you know, the I hate to say it, the other big story from yesterday was Johnny and Ambu. Johnny and Ambu. Ambu Hood. Ambu. And she got kind of hosed. Well, you know, I mean, well, she got two million bucks. I, you know, I'm just glad it's over. I mean, it was, it, I, I was watching, I was kind of napping off and on. I've just been napping a lot this week for some reason. I, I love to nap. Napping is so much fun. Uh, and so I happened to wake up right as they were getting ready to announce the verdict. And, uh, and, uh, he got, he, he basically, they, the jury agreed with him on every charge that he put against her for defamation. I think it was like five charges altogether. They didn't give him the 55 million. They gave him more like, I think upwards of 15 million. Because look, she's she's lost the Aquaman gig, Chris. Where's she going to get fifty five million? Where's she going to get fifteen million? That chick ain't got fifteen million bucks, man. And they they gave her two million bucks because her lawyer, his lawyer, said something defamatory. It was ruled by the jury. And and I I think this is badass. Johnny wasn't even there, man. Do you know where Johnny Depp was while this was going on? Again, my whole show is the UK. He was in the UK playing on stage with Jeff Beck. <laughs> and, you know, God bless him. You know, good on him. I, I don't think he... Does anybody believe he really did this for the money? I don't think he did it for the mon- money. I don't think Johnny needs the money. Johnny did this to clear his name. He said even, you know, with his kids, it bothered him that this was out there. and He didn't want his kids to think he was a domestic abuser. And uh, and the jury just wasn't buying what she was selling, man. She just, They just weren't buying what she was selling, man. You know why? She was full of crap. Well, <laughs> we, we know at least one point she was full, full of crap. 
She pooped in the man's bed, man. Chris Don, she pooped in his bed on purpose. Where is that cool? That's just not cool by anybody's standards, man. I don't care how upset you are. You don't poop in Johnny Depp's bed. There are other ways to get even. There are other ways you could make your point. It's probably a pretty expensive bed, too, you know. Yeah, probably. It's not like Johnny Depp would have a cheap, you know, It's probably one of those, bed. like, one of those adjuster beds. <laughs> you know, where you press the button and you're up on four. And... <laughs> the, was it the California King? Yeah. That bed cost me $80,000. Yeah. It was made of Palestinian olive tree wood. <laughs> and, uh... Guys told me that there might be traces of the blood of Christ in that bl- in that frame, and my guys were pulling dried amber crap out of it for six weeks. $80,000 bed. No joke. You know. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't watch a minute of the coverage. I watched I watched little. none of yeah. it. And I would read the occasional, right. like the next day, if it was, you know, I don't think I've, I have not, and I'm going to be honest with you, I did this on purpose did not one time read a story about that trial. <laughs> it was I made necessary. it a point when this started that I was going to have unless unless something amazing happened. Right. It was just another high profile divorce case that had nothing to do with me or anybody that I know or you know what I use up my time that they give me to do the newscast on something like this. <laughs> but at the, it was over yesterday, and I, and I get the word about it, and I see what happened, and I thought to myself, in the end, nobody has won anything from this. Not really. Because, you know, even though he has come out as the winner on paper in this, right. there are still those who think, well, he's probably kind of an ass. And then we all kind of knew she was anyway. And now, <laughs> and now we know for sure, you know, and, and it's just like, okay, so, we, really, we, I, we found these two people, and, you know, I, I, Johnny Depp is a fine actor. Yeah. Fine actor. Right. She's, you know, she's beautiful, you know, and I'm not sure whether or not she's a white chick. Yeah, her acting chops, I don't know. I've right. seen her in Aquaman, and that's about it. <laughs> but at the end, I'm like, neither one of these people are, 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 I wouldn't hang out with either of them. They're just. Oh, I'd hang out with Johnny. I, I just, you know, I just don't I, I just think would that want my sponsor with me. You know, you know what I mean? I would want to be wrapped in saran wrap <laughs> right. and wearing rubber gloves if that's the case. <laughs> you know, I just, these are not nice people. Either of them. Well, she took a poop in my bed. <laughs> you she know what? Wrap in my bed. There has to be a point where I, when, and I heard that, I thought, well, what did you do to deserve that? <laughs> You know, you must have done but, something know, real slimy. This is the only multimillionaires, you know, do stuff like this. And yes. I, I, I watch, the only time I watched it is I did watch a little of the coverage when he was testifying. Mm-hmm. Because it was fascinating watching him testify. He's an interesting guy. He's a funny dude, yeah. too. And he said some funny crap. Yeah. You know, but but after that, like, I didn't, but, I didn't have any desire to watch her say anything about anything. I mean, he's been a celebrity for well over 30 years at this point. His entire adult life, basically. And, and, and uh, it's obvious from what I've read, <laughs> he has very little grasp on reality. And so, you know. He likes wine, he yeah, likes his drugs. Exactly. Drugs and wine, wine he, he and likes, drugs. And he likes pretty young ladies, you know. Pretty but, young uh, ladies. It's, it's like maybe he's learned a lesson from all of this. But it's over, and I don't see how anybody wins from any of it. Well, I think he won in the, the Maybe he got opinion. a little, yeah, maybe a little bit, but, you know, really. People, you know. He had to drag her through some serious crap to get to that point. <laughs> she dragged you him know? through some crap on his yeah. comforter. Anyway, um, <laughs> glad it's over. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm yeah, with you there. I'm glad it's over. Move on to something else. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071 on the Sean Show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, Well, a couple of things here. They're going to let John Hinckley out later this month. John Hinckley, who attempted to assassinate President Ronald Reagan uh, and uh, put uh, Jim Brady in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Uh, one of the Secret Service guys took a bullet to the gut, I believe. I actually knew Jim Brady a uh, hundred years ago uh, in Delaware, of all places. Uh, he and his wife lived uh, in Rehoboth, Be- Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, which is I d- where I did my first um, talk show. He just uh, actually had a couple beers with him back in the day, and 
I don't know, man. Where are you on this one? I, they say he's better. He spent most of his life in a, since the 1981 in a, in a mental institution of some kind. I, you know, I, I think when you attempt to assassinate a president, you should, you know, never be free again. I mean, if the guy's okay, if he's mentally healthy, then stick his ass in the prison. So he can enjoy his mental health in prison. Put him in with the general population. Put him well. with the general pop. But I guess he's kind of a, I, I don't, I, this doesn't shock me, but I guess he's kind of a, Hero to some people, I guess, who hated Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Right. Was it him or was it the guy that shot John Lennon that was, it must be the, that was doing the, the, who, who writes music and was. It's, it's Hinckley. It is John Hinckley. He, he's got a YouTube channel where God. he posts videos of himself playing guitar and singing songs that he's written. Didn't he, didn't he have a gig at one point and he sold out the place? Well, yeah, at a bar but, or apparently, something? uh, he had, pl- he had a tour lot planned. For after he's, you know, told he can go do whatever he wants right. to do, um, but they've, they've canceled that. Well, there's, I'm assuming there's there was, that. yeah, I'm assuming there was a huge outcry from folks who thought that the whole thing was in poor taste. Um, it is, it was, you know, it was a bad day for America when all that happened, whether you, how you, no matter how you felt about Reagan, right. whenever something like that happens, it's just, it's a bad day. And it so, was, it was a very it, bad day. And it doesn't matter what you're, politics are the sole person responsible for it john hinckley jr and they're gonna let him out you know let him out apparently he's paid his debt to society and i think not man (laughs) you know i mean it's not saying that a president is any more or of a human being than anybody else but he is the president or he was the president even so you i have to think um, how do Reagan's survivors feel about all of this? Now, this is a guy who tried to take out their dad or their right. grandfather, what have you. You know, had it, if it were me, if that were my father or my grandfather, I don't know if I'd want the man out, you know, breathing my air or feeling the sunshine like I. Do. I, I can't I say that I would be uh, be up on that. So it's very strange. Yeah, it is really strange. So what, I'll take some calls on this. 210-599-5555. Uh, do you agree or disagree with, uh, John Hinckley being released from, uh, I guess the mental institution he's been in? Right. He, well, he's he, already he's, got. He, he has, he can, he's out, but there are a lot of, uh, stipulations. Right. You know, he has to check in. And, and so what they're trying to do now is say he's free to go. Pardon. Go. You do whatever you, you know, of course he's going to be on some type of probation, I'm sure. But as far as having to stay within a certain right. distance and everything else. It just feels so wrong. And it just really does seem really screwed up. Yeah, man. I, I think just because it's so, it's still so, you know, for those of us who were there. Yeah, um, 81. It, it, it just seems like you can still see it happening. Yep. Because you know, that one bit of video it, played yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, we, we, we were subjected to that on, on you know, repeat for days after right. it happened. Um, and so to us, it still seems real fresh, like it just happened, you know? It really kind of does, you know? And, and, and Reagan was probably the first president where I really started to become politically aware. Yeah. You know, I mean, tail end of the Carter administration into Reagan, I was starting to pay attention to the, to the news. I was young, but I was paying attention to the news. Right. And following, and I began following stuff. Well, but at that point, you've got a, you know, you've got some, something to base it on you're learning things at school right you know from from history class and whatever and so it's kind of sparks an interest in current events and right and so that and i i i was about the same age when yeah. that started to happen so yeah kids uh back in olden times we used to have things called history class <laughs> civics class <laughs> social studies class government 101 government 101 yeah. you don't have those now it's gone um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. There so, were even classes where they taught us to cook our own food. Cook our own food, yeah. and we didn't. This was way before hot pockets. Yeah, and how to do our own bank accounts and stuff like that. Yeah, home ec. Yeah, it's true. Do you want to hear a sad story about home ec though? From I would love experience. to hear a home a sad story about. Then home I'll take a break home. here. I, 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 you know, we had this one part of home ec where you had to make a little doll. You had to like sew a little stuffed animal together. Yeah. 
Remember that? I do. I, I made a little robot. Mm-hmm. Somebody put it in the oven and burned it up, man. Oh, no. Somebody burned up my robot, they man. burned your home economics robot. I'm sorry to hear that, Rhymer. If you're out there listening, I'm on the radio now. And I'm Feel you, good. I'm going to put you in the oven. Put you in the oven next time. <laughs> I love that robot. <laughs> I, had, I had a lot of many plans to spend time with that robot. Was you try robbed me of years with that robot. I was going to take him with me on my first trip to the moon. But no! Well, no I still to this day wonder who it was. <laughs> what, what, what do they have against me? You know? <laughs> like, what, what the hell, man? <laughs> oh, I, I, I actually would like to go to one of the reunions. I haven't been to my... I, the last reunion I was at was a, the 10-year the reunion. I'd like to go to the next reunion and just get up on the microphone and say, which one of you SOBs put my robot in the oven? Just, I want to know who you are and why you did that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's some Amber Heard-looking girl in the back of the... Or it turns out to be my prom date. <laughs> Amy! <laughs> real... You burnt up my robot? It's this pretty little girl with an angelic face, but yet the stuff she can do behind your back. Damn. Ooh. All right, 210-599-5555. She burned my robot. Somebody <laughs> burned my robot up. <laughs> what the hell did I do? I didn't do nothing to nobody. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me tell you, he laughed at my misery. I'm still scarred by it. I, I didn't know the robot didn't crawl in there itself. Yeah, the robot was weighing his options. Stuffed animal, man. Couldn't crawl nowhere. Some jerk put it in the oven, man. All right. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. We're back, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, well, uh, a couple of things here. Yeah, we had a, uh, we had this, uh, another shooting in, uh, uh, Utah at a uh, sports medical center of some kind. Oh, Oklahoma, I'm sorry. And uh, we, we don't know. We have very little information on this one. Uh, five people died, including the shooter who killed himself uh, and three other people. So we're assuming, uh, or four other people, we're assuming that it, 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 it sounded more like it was a personal thing. I don't know. We, we don't have much information on this. Well, I believe ABC reported that uh, the doctor he was looking for wasn't there. So he was looking for a specific doctor that upset him or something. Um, the, the, the problem with these things, obviously, beyond the tragic nature of, of the fact that people commit these kinds of crimes for whatever psychotic reasons, is that now we got to hear all the usual arguments, you know, about guns and blah, blah, stinking blah. And, and I, I want to ask you a question. Maybe you can answer it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I think a lot of us uh, realize or, or think or of the of like mind that one of the easier things you can do in regards, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh, these kinds of mass shootings in schools is quote unquote harden the school, right? Greg Abbott sent out a letter. He wants uh, random checks of schools across the state where they send somebody in to see if they can penetrate a school, if they can get inside un- unimpeded, uh, and they'll be raiding these schools as a result. I think it's a great idea. But like I said, it's uh, it's it's a fairly easy thing to do and reasonably unexpens- inexpensive to fit these schools with some of these systems like the one I've been describing you describing to you all week that my wife found my wife found this in like three minutes on online. It's like a four hundred thousand dollar system that makes it virtually impossible for somebody to break in uh, into your school, and even if they do get in to do any damage to to kill anybody. Four hundred thousand dollars. We just sent forty billion dollars to Ukraine. But let me ask you this: Why? Why do you think, because the press secretary has stated that Joe Biden is not interested in hardening schools. And if we run out of time on this one to go into the news break, I want you to think about it. And let me know why you think this is. Why? 
why would the president not be interested in hardening the schools? Why would anybody not be interested in hardening the schools? Most often Democrats. Why is that something they simply do not want to do or do not think is important to do when most of us of a, of a, of a logical thinking mind will say, well, that's the first and easiest thing you can do, isn't it? And it's reasonably inexpensive compared to how compared to the, the freaking billions of dollars that we dump on everything else. They're not interested. I mean, I know why I think that's true. But uh, maybe you have an idea as to why you think that's true, because it's, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? They can't shut up about not one more, not one more, right? we got to stop the kids from, from getting killed, and I, I agree. But the easiest, and it would seem the, mo- the least controversial thing you could do, is, uh, is uh, jack up the security on these schools. We'll talk about it after the news on uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. The president himself doesn't control the price of gas. You asked whether or not there was anything that was in his power that he can do, and he's done Certainly. everything within he his power. He does not control the price of gas, but the president said that releasing but, from the strategic me, reserve would bring down the price of gas, and all we've seen since then was a series of record highs. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Six minutes after 10. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. asked the question. And then we'll talk about gay pride and, and gas and stuff. <laughs> well, that didn't sound right. But, yeah, you know, gasoline. Okay, there we go. Um I asked before the break, you know, why do you think the administration is not interested in hardening the schools? Why are a lot of Democrats not interested in hardening the schools? Seems like it'd be a fairly easy thing to do. Uh, why do you think that? And and I, I hate to say what I'm thinking, but, uh, you know, what do you think? Let's go to John on uh, line two. John, how you doing? Sean, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm about as bright red conservative they come and i don't want to harden the schools after 9 11 we completely we completely destroyed freedom after 9 11 we masked our kids and kept them out of school because of covid i don't want to turn schools into prisons we as adults need to recognize that freedom is dangerous people misuse it people do horrible absolutely barbarous things right we need to raise our children to be resilient and to enjoy liberty and freedom but unfortunately, there's a gut reaction to do something after a tragedy, and no one ever considers what that something is. I'm tired of taking my shoes off at airports. We wore masks for two years that did nothing. We kept them out of school, and now we're going to lock them up? Well, I, I don't... We're neurotic weirdos. We can't I, keep doing this to the kids. I don't know that you have to lock them up, but, I mean, there are some fairly simple things you could do that would not interfere with their day in any way, shape, or form. And what happens after the next shooting when the when the lock when the lock when when the security didn't work and the next shooting happens, they're gonna say do something. We're gonna do another thing and another thing and another thing. We need to accept that in a free society, bad things can and in fact will happen. Right. And until we are willing to accept that and stake that position as conservatives, we can't get caught in this trap of always trying to fix a problem. Right. Well, if it's you a fair want, point. If you want a risk free life, go to North Korea. <laughs> it's a fair point. I can't really argue against what you're what you're saying, man. I appreciate the call. He's right. I mean, and you have to. And, and in a sense, you you can only protect against crazy so much. Um, we're all in very public situations, pretty much almost every day of our lives, right? Um, you walk into the H E B, somebody could pull a gun and start killing people. You you walk, you go to a movie. You, I mean, you. you you know, there's a lot of things that human beings do in this country that, yes, are in a sense an expression of our freedom. But we we are open to anybody doing anything, and that that's true, and that is the uh, the the reality of living in a free society. Because I, I don't want when I say harden the schools, I don't want to lock them down. I don't want them to be you know like prisons. I think there's some simple stuff you can do 
that maybe add just another layer of protection that perhaps most of them don't have now. But it's a fair point. Um, here's Herman. Herman, how you doing? Oh, good, good. Uh, my, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with John, but my response is going to be, well, why Biden's so scared is because, you know, the Second Amendment was for people to control the government uh, more so than anything else. Right. And this is where a lot of people don't understand the reasoning behind the Second Amendment. You know, it's it's yeah, it's for your self-protection and et cetera on those lines. But it's the main thing is to keep the government in check by having an armed, you know, society or armed uh, population, you know, to keep the government in control. But why would he not? So, in other words, he's really just kind of concerned about getting the guns out of people's hands. Uh, mostly, line, mostly yeah. you and me, yeah. And, and so the idea of hardening the schools kind of takes the focus off of that. Uh, there, there have been people who have said uh, in in past years when these things happen that, uh, in a sense, it, it always presents uh, the folks who are not fans of the Second Amendment with an opportunity to uh, clamp down on gun ownership. So if that plays into his thinking, it it wouldn't shock me. Because I I think he's a horrible, I think he's a piece of crap, to be honest with you, the president. Not disagreeing with you there. (laughs) All right, man, thanks for the call. He he really is. He's a shameless human being. So uh 2105995555 now, now now let's let's move into this territory it's pride month starting yesterday okay it's pre- gay pride month right rainbows all across this great land of ours and uh, what what's the community called now there's so many so many damn letters there's so many different designations now it's what is it uh, let's see if I LGBTQIA plus and do we add two now, Chris, for the two spirit people? LGBTQIA plus two. It's I, I got no problem with Gay Pride Month. I don't care. I mean, have parades. I it doesn't. I don't think about it too much. That's it, you know, fine. Whatever. But the Department of Energy. <laughs> The the Department of Energy uh, put out a, a meme on their website. DOE proudly celebrates Pride Month in solidarity with the LGBTQIA plus two community. And uh, their their tagline there is this month, next month, always. And. I think what's kind of, uh, meaning you should always be prideful, and I, I, I get that, you know. What, what gets me is that, you know, it, it's, it's, we're paying damn near $5 a gallon of gas, man. <laughs> Gay people too, okay? Gay people who drive are not feeling very prideful at the gas pump, right? Your average transgendered human beings also paying five bucks a gallon, or almost five bucks a, what did it, it went up like five cents overnight, right? It's like five, I don't know, what is it, 567 now is the average? And 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 they're concerned about Pride Month. Why don't you, since you're in the Department of Energy, why don't you freaking concern, concern yourself with doing something about these gas prices? You could open up some refineries. You could open up, we could get back to producing our own oil. Gas prices would go down really, really quickly. But no, we we got to be more concerned with Pride Month. And you know, I'm I'm just and I'm I, I have Chris, I have gay friends. But you know what? I'm gayed out. I'm just I'm gayed out. It's too much gay. I'm just gayed out. All right, I'm I'm sick of the pronoun thing. I, I'm I now you know we just did gay, 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 gay. I'm just gayed out, man. And I'm sick of all the damn letters. LGBTQIA plus two. Does anybody even know what those? Le- I don't even know what those letters stand for at this point, right? L and G. That must be lesbians and gays, right? 
Le- Remember the good old days when all you had were lesbians and gay guys? Remember the good old days? I don't know what B me a B T Q. Leave B is uh, bisexual. B is bisexual. See, that's the thing. Is that, T trisexual? Oh, I don't know. But I think L G B that has to do with like your sexual orientation. Everything after that, like you have said, is basically a lifestyle. Right. It's bad cabaret. <laughs> like, what's the A stand for? I don't even know what the A stands for. Uh. <laughs> I have no idea. People, everybody makes sure that they have like all the letters memorized, right? So they don't screw it up like your your average liberal idiot. I stand in solidarity with the LGBTQIA plus community. I just want to go, hey, what's the A stand for? Um, I stand in solidarity with the LGBTQIA community. Oh, yeah? What's the I stand for? You don't know, do you? Could it stand for idiot? Is it possible? Oh, God. 210-599-5555. Very quickly, here's Chris. Chris, how are you? Hey, good morning. Big shake my call. I got a question. You know, they don't want to harden up the schools at all when there's a shooting, but yet when there's a January 6th insurrection, they want to harden up the White House, put Bob Wire up there, Constantino <laughs> Wire, more guns, more guns, more people, more rifles and ak-47s and all this other stuff right they care about themselves but they don't care about the american people which they never have right it's all about control that it is it is all about control man i appreciate the appreciate the call are you making fun of me for saying true that chris is making fun of why why is that not hip anymore to say that you can't say that anymore true that is that does that sound ridiculous when i say true that why explain to me why well, I mean, it was originally true dat. True so dat. You're saying it the dad way. True that. Well, you know, I am an old fart. True that. New stuff. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? Speak rap? I, I can't talk rap. True dat. That now sounds even more ridiculous, doesn't it? Oh yeah, true dat, man. That sounds pathetic. True that. Home skillet. <laughs> okay. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one oh seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one oh seven one. I'm Sean. We got full lines. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, you've reached Pizza Hut. Can I take your order? Hello. Uh, I'm kidding. Heather? Um, hey, it's Heather. How are you doing, Heather? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How are you doing, Heather? How you doing, Heather? Doing okay. I was just calling to follow up with the um, issue of. What, what they were saying about locking schools up and trying to keep them from um, keeping the kids in, which I think that's a, it is kind of the opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep everybody else out. <laughs> so right. um, my main thing is the, the school is a public building. It's open to the public during polling days. It's open to the public um, for just, you know, general use and facilities um, for, you know, evacuations and things like that as well. So the main thing is, is if we can't change that mindset of it being a public building, there's no way to really lock it up efficiently, um, taking that part away from it and saying, like, if we put it, like, up since with key card access would be one of those ways to really just create more security and safety within the schools. Well, I know, but I, I'm, I'm talking more about stuff like, you know, you know, there's all kinds of retired law enforcement and retired military people that would happily volunteer to just walk the grounds and kind of keep an eye out on who's who's coming in and out when the kids are inside. Uh, I, I mentioned a program a few days ago that, I, that we found online, which uh, it, it will lock all the doors in, a, in if there's a, an active shooter. It's also got these things called hot zones where if somebody's walking through the school and they've got a gun, it shoots like this really thick smoke from the uh, from the ceiling. So. 
it, it, yeah, the kids wouldn't the kids it. wouldn't really notice any difference. You know what I mean? As far well, as then, I mean, you do have the issue of you know the kids that are who who are outside while all those doors are locking up and getting you know they're still vulnerable, and so being able to have an, a, a, a further away entry point and having a gated community around that school where only people with key cards can come in would prevent any kind of infiltration as far as... Right. Well, that's true. Right. Did you want pan uh, crust or did you want the thin crust? <laughs> um, I don't know. Y'all I'm are sorry. really pushing I'm through. sorry. I don't know. All right. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. All right. <laughs> well, Chris, Tom, Chris, did you, what did you... Chris, you just every now and again got to mess with somebody, right? So you're like, hi, reach Pizza Hut. So I figured, I figured I'd carry it on just a little. I used to work at Pizza Hut, okay? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I used to work at You have no idea how men suffer to bring you pizza. Pizza Hut is just going to be a pan crust, thin crust, or regular hand tossed. And what would you like on that? Uh, that no, ma'am, we don't have any specials. No, ma'am. You're not getting a freaking free pizza. Pizza is the one thing that people just expect they should be able to get for free. You know what I mean? It's the one damn thing that everybody thinks they should get one for free for some damn reason. Hey, there's only 11 pepperonis on this thing. I want a free pizza here in 20 minutes. They do. Or they have a coupon. I got a coupon. Who, 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 who am I speaking to? I want a free pizza. I'm an American, and I deserve a free pizza. <laughs> You're right, though. <laughs> they do. Don't you guys have, like, a two-for-one special where one's free? No, nah, I worked for pizza for, like, three years in between gigs. When I, well, I was actually I was working at a web show. A web, I was doing a web show. I was doing, I was doing weekends and fill-in for KOA in Denver. Mm-hmm. Then during the day, during the week, I worked at a freaking pizza hut. Because I had a buddy who was the manager, and he gave me a job. Right. And I was the I was the server. I was a way. I, I, eventually, I became an assistant manager. But yeah, you get people on the phone, man. They just want free pizza. They always want free. And you know what? If there's anybody who actually worked at a pizza place ever in their lives, you're listening to me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, my son Mike worked at a, oh, did he? a pizza place for a long time. And uh, he said he liked the job just fine because he enjoys the food service industry. Right. So he enjoyed, you know, he enjoyed that part of it until it came time to deal with the customers. <laughs> because the customers always full yeah. of crap. Yeah. And they would call up, you know, and the first words, uh, "You got any deal? Any deals today? What are your deals? Don't you have any specials? It's it really is the one food type." Mm-hmm. Like, you don't call up a Chinese place and, I want some free dumplings. You know. Hey, uh, uh, last time I ordered, uh, you know, there was only three pieces of shrimp in my lo mein. I want some free lo mein. Like, you don't do that crap, you know what I mean? First off, the Chinese people will hang up on you. They don't care. No, no free lo mein. Bye, Rondai. You know, they hang up on you. <laughs> don't call back, Joe Namath. <laughs> don't call back. You know, if you're at the buffet, you stay here whole hour. Eat all my crab legs. <laughs> no more left for other people. <laughs> but you know, you don't, you don't harass right. Chinese restaurant or any other kind of restaurant. No. You don't call up Roadhouse. Hey, you got any deals on free steaks? But pizza, people just expect free pizza, man. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they just do. I don't know why. There's just bread and cheese and stuff on top. But there's not enough stuff on it. Now I want a free pizza. What are you going to do for me? And it's one of those things, it doesn't matter, because this is according to my son. I worked at Domino's for a short time. I'm sorry. Uh, when I was 20. <laughs> um, it was just something I did because, I, you know, I was right. looking for something to sure. do. To, and, and so, you know, I'd get off the air, and then I would go deliver pizza for a couple of hours. And, geez, you know, you can make some pretty decent money. Oh, sure. You know? And so um, I did it for a short time, but I didn't care. You know, I mean, it was just, <laughs> you know, I just give me the tip. You know, here, here's your pizza. We made it exactly, right. you told us exactly what you wanted, that's exactly what's on there. And this was back in the day where you had to have it there in 30 minutes or oh, less. God. They, had, they had to do you away know? with that because yeah, people were getting because, in an accident. Yeah, and so crap. you'd show up, and if it was like 31 minutes, you know. Where's my free pizza? Oh, you were going to $3 <laughs> off my pizza. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I you, you were young. I was forty. I was working at, <laughs> at the Pizza Hut. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I was it now. forty and started to get bitter about life yeah. already. You know, and I couldn't handle and it. And I'd now. get people like, "Hey, is this the radio guy? Hey, man, I listen to your show every day. Can you give me a free pizza?" Or it's, "Hey, radio guy, you know the liberals. Hey, radio guy, can I get some more Mountain Dew? I'm gonna pee in his cup." <laughs> I swear to Jesus, I'm going to pee in his cup. Can I get a free pizza? No! All right. 210. Oh, and uh, uh, let's see. Alan sent me a note. LGBTQ plus means the following. The acronym stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. At times, a Q will be added for queer and or questioning. An A for ally. An I for intersex. And or a TS for two-spirit. Thanks for clearing that up for me, Alan. You're not getting a free pizza, buddy. <laughs> You'll pay for your damn pizza like everybody else. Both your spirits. I don't care how many letters we stick out right. in this acronym. You're not getting a free pizza. <laughs> All 26 letters. It doesn't matter. So You're not getting a free pizza. So quit. Questioning me about a free pizza. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's shot on New Stock five fifty KTSA. And we're back, New Stock five fifty KTSA FM one oh seven one. We got full lines. And uh we have been talking about, you know, what do you do? Uh need more security, need to harden the schools. I also asked the question, why do you think the uh, the president is not interested in hardening the schools? So let's just take some calls here. Here's uh, Ron. Ron, how you doing? Hello, Sean. Doing okay. Just back to your last um, topic over here at work. They, you know, they circulated some, or had available some information dealing with LGBTQ and all the other stuff. And now I remember the A was, yeah, I think somebody's talking about that. I wonder what was it, allies? And the other one is asexual. And then I, right. I, I was told that they're going to bring in a third one and uh, a third A so they don't misconstrue this with the AA Association, Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> but I heard a third A was coming, and I said, well, what is it going to be? And and my um, co-worker over here said, you don't want to know. He said, not before lunch anyway. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I don't, don't want to know, know either. <laughs> Well, Sean, uh, thanks for tackling the tough subjects, though. And, and um, yeah, um, I'm quite. They, they forgot the age. What about us? You know, the the heteros. And I got a. Oh, call we're you. okay, you, Sean. Thank you, sir. We're cisgender now. The people that don't want to be labeled or have the wrong pronouns somehow oddly feel completely cool with naming straight people. I didn't agree to no cisgender crap. <laughs> well, if you walk around consistently talking about your sexual orientation to somebody, that's going to be considered harassment if you're heterosexual. But it would be, right. Harassment. Harassment, nothing to me. I'm kidding. 210-599-5555. That's something an old radio guy friend of mine used to say. Um, let's go to Sam. Sam, how you doing? All righty, Jughead. Hey, Jughead. Um, <laughs> hey, um, something a, a caller a few moments ago said, you know, about scanning in and out. Um, place I retired from, you had to scan in and out of doors and stuff like that. And it went up to the airport and said, hey, uh, Sean L or Archie or Jughead, left this door unsecured. And, uh, you know, you, you did that uh, either twice or three times. You'd lose your badge. Right. And guess what? You don't have a badge, then you couldn't work. But um, hey, when nine eleven happened, we didn't ban the airplanes. We secured the cockpits. When after right. Sandy Hook, uh, Northeast, we they they did this thing called watchdogs. And us parents, we stood at doorways, entryways, and uh, we monitored them. Any adults that came in, we had a walkie-talkie, right. and you know. And we weren't armed or anything, but we just well, we were armed with a walkie-talkie. And I, I agree. I think there, and I appreciate the comment. There, there's simple stuff we could do to make it more difficult for this stuff to happen, without completely locking down the kids and turning the schools into prisons. Here's Dean. Dean, how you doing? Hey, is this Taco Bell? <laughs> no, it ain't. Do you have any Mexican pizza? 
No, we don't. And you're not getting a free one anyway. Can I, do- I gotta go. Uh, 210-599-5555. People do, man. They expect free freaking pizza. Like I say, don't call up a Lone Star and say, hey, my steak was undercooked. Can I get a free one? What, what can you do for me? Click. Joe, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. How you doing? Joe. Hi. Hey. Hey, how's it going, Sean? Pretty good, First man. First of all, I'm glad you're back on the air, buddy. I I feel your pain. I went through a hospital recovery myself. Mm. Thank you so much, uh, man. Thank you. I tell you, you're... You bring on my smile and a stomach jiggle every morning I hear you. <laughs> and I really appreciate it. I cannot quite welcome. miss this morning. <laughs> and, uh, well, adding on to what everybody's been talking about, security, I worked in the school districts, in the classrooms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the main things is they're, really, they're not really concerned about the safety of the kids. They're more concerned about attendance. And when I say that, they keep the bullies and the troublemakers and right. those who are on probation just to get the check. And I think apart from securing the building and having really officers and the teachers armed, they need to get rid of the bullies and send them to special education and keep them there. Perhaps. Because, well, th- there needs to be people, you know, and I heard Riccardi talking about this last night, that, that you know, th- there were a thousand red flags around this guy. This guy used to run around with bags of dead cats that he had tortured to death. You know, why didn't anybody call on this guy? Somebody, anybody. You know, it's it's uh, uh, we 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 have to unfortunately be self aware uh, enough that when we encounter somebody who is obviously very freaking disturbed, we tell somebody. It does if they're not breaking the law, they're not going to go to jail. But you need to some you need. To, Pass somebody. This first off, cruelty to animals and what he did to those cats is illegal. So had somebody called that in, he never would have been able to legally purchase any weapons later on. So, yeah, I think we just have to be better at at being a little bit more aware of of uh, you know the the people that we encounter and the people that uh, frankly are are disturbing. Well, I'll tell you one thing, uh, Sean. When I worked, um, we were told some of the kids that were on probation, like, watch this guy. He's, he was arrested for attempted rape. Mm, God. And he's in school on probation. Good God. Yeah, see, that's got to stop. Stuff like that's going on. Like, he tried to kill his mother. He's still in school Jesus. on probation. That's horrible. See, that, those are the things that, why are they there? Right. It's supposed I, to be education, not a reform school. I agree. I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, let's go ahead and take a little break, and we'll come back and finish the gig. we got Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up at 11 on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 1051. We'll have an update uh, coming up uh, in a few minutes uh, out of Tulsa. They're doing a press conference right now, but it looks like two doctors and a patient. Uh, two doctors, a patient, and a receptionist were killed in the shooting. And the uh, the shooter killed himself as well. So we'll have an update on that coming up in the news. Yeah, I, I, I want to bring Don Morgan in on this if he's pos- if it's possible. And Chris, probably, you know, it, if you've been in radio for any number of years and you've worked at multiple radio stations, you never forget that first program director that hired you. Right. Do you remember yours? You, I do. Was he a cool guy? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's a police officer now. But, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Mine uh, was a guy named Tom Wheeler, and he was an old school radio guy. He's about 10 years older than me. And uh, we... You know, he he was hired me, and uh, you'll often hear me say, you know, people ask me, you know, what a how's what's radio like? I said, beats working for a living. Well, that was something Tom used to say. Right, that was one of the first things he said to me was it beats working for a living, and he was a, he was an extraordinarily funny guy. And we used to party together. Actually, <laughs> it may shock you, but he and I would on Sundays usually after I'd finished my shift. You know, we we just hammer on the beer for the rest of the day. 
Right. And uh, he actually gave me my first full-time job, which was a uh, uh, the overnight guy at WCEI in Easton, Maryland. Very cool guy, and uh, eventually he had a heart attack and uh, and ended up uh, getting out of radio. He stopped drinking. He went into the AA program. He was there for the rest of his life. And uh, it's just going to say, I just found out he passed away. Oh. Like just about 10 minutes ago, I got a call or a note from a, from a friend of mine. Oh, sorry to hear that. Oh, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think of the last time I talked to him because he, he kept up with me for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the last time I talked to him, I was was probably the early, or well, probably the, the, the late nineties, I think. Right. So you'd been at it for a while, but the last time you talked to him, yeah, and he yeah. and he and he always knew what I was, where I was working, and what I was up to, you know. And he kind of kept tabs on me as far as the career thing, because again, you you really that first person who hires you does stick with you for a long time. That's true. And and he was he really God he was just he was one of the funniest dudes. It, it was one of the guys that I, I realized that, and you probably experienced. I know Chris as well. In that radio, people in general, off the air, tend to be extremely funny people, even if they're not on the air. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Oftentimes, the ones who are the funniest are the ones who are not funny on the air. Right. It's like they hold it all for after the show or something. But then they start riffing, and yeah. all, the, all the stupid voices come no, out. You know, and it just it's uh, funny. Yeah. And Wheeler was like that. He was just God. He was just a, one of the funniest dudes you'd ever meet. Yeah, and uh, just a wonderful guy. And he actually ended up doing. Uh, my father uh, and mom worked for the associate. It's you probably won't like the title of it, but it's Association for Retarded Citizens, the ARC. Right. Uh, and my dad, uh, after he left IBM, had started a second career as a house counselor and got involved with that and did that for like 20 years. Tom, when he left radio, took over my dad's old job and was the house counselor at the same place where my dad was. And he worked for the association for the rest of his life, well, look at that. apparently. One, one good turn deserves another. Yeah. You know, you know. got you your start and then... I don't know time. if that was a good turn. Well, you know... <laughs> I don't think he regretted it, but yeah. uh, you know, it was just a was just a great guy, uh, great dude, and uh, just passed away. Tom, we, well, he passed away yesterday, All right, well, and uh, a buddy of mine just sent me a message. So I was kind of thinking about that uh, on the air. And uh, God, you, and there's so many. You just think about all the people that you've met in general over the years, right? Some of them I can't even remember their freaking names. <laughs> it's true. It sounds terrible, but I, I can't. You know, you, I look at some of the old photographs where you have the whole crew together. Right, and I'll be like, "Who the hell was that?" What was I that don't, guy's name? I don't remember that person's name. <laughs> you know, because when you move around a lot, you do. You just you, yep. you end up working with a lot of people. Here's the funny thing: I always remember the car they drove, but I never <laughs> remember their names. I oddly always remember the wife or the girlfriend they had at the time. Oh, yeah, I don't know why that was. There's, there's that, right? You know. So, rest in peace, Tom. Hope the universe treats you well. Uh, let's take a couple of calls here. Here's Jay. Jay, how you doing? Oh, and thanks for the job, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worked out well for me. Yeah. He's up there looking down. No, I had high hopes. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Jay, how Hello. you doing, man? Yes. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I agree with the person who said that we don't need to make the schools into prisons. And my question is, why is it that politicians after our elected leaders, after these shootings, uh, you know, at the schools, Santa Fe, Uvalde, they always put it on the shoulders of the students, of the schools, the teachers, the community. We need more armed guards. We need metal detectors, active shooter drills, you know, but never, never make it a little bit more inconvenient for the next mass shooter to buy an assault weapon instead of waiting to 21, large capacity magazines, maybe a few days to wait before getting their assault weapon. You know, it's never, never a little bit more inconvenient for the shooter. It's always but that's parents, but you're you're not you're, but the things you just listed off. How does how would that work? How would that stop anybody from doing anything? If we had had a law that said you can't buy an assault weapon until what's an assault? What's what's an assault? Able, what's an assault weapon? AR fifteen. Name it. AR fifteen until you're twenty one. How does that? What what about the AR fifteen makes it an assault weapon? Well, if you had listed it, he wouldn't have been able to buy it. No, no, no. I'm asking you, what about the AR-15 makes it an assault weapon? Well, any 
weapon deemed an assault weapon, you know, wait until you're 21. You can't buy a handgun till you're 21. What's wrong with extending it to other weapons? What is wrong with that? What is wrong it with that is I, I'm not sure why I'm not sure why you think that would stop these kinds of crimes. Well, this kid would not have been able to buy the weapon that he bought. He wouldn't have been able to buy the weapon he bought if somebody had called somebody and said the kid's running around with a bag of dead cats. Go get the weapon out of his hands in the first place. All right, I got to go. All right, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Mr. Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.